Louisa, what kind of Silas 2.0 stunt have you been trying to pull? We do not say that name. Wow, she actually chided Sam too. I thought it was just me. What are you trying to do? Do you know how much trouble that Ashmal text caused me? Isn't what? being in the legal crosshairs of one university enough? What? Wait, seriously? Hold up. When you say trouble, do you mean like a six-week wait list for the book or someone was following you from the shadows after you read it? Do not start with the whole in's mouth is a pocket of evil thing again. And honestly, I wish it were as simple as I had to wait a long time for a book. But what happened? I promise you, I genuinely didn't think it would be a big problem. First off, I found the text you wanted in the online catalog and tried to request it from there. But all that gave me was a big error. And mind you, not like a book is already in use or there isn't a digital copy kind of error. I've seen both of those. This was like the whole catalog system crashed. I had to log back into the school system three times. Uh, ouch. And you're sure it wasn't just the school system dying or something? I mean, I doubt that interdimensional portals help Wi-Fi speeds. I am not touching that comment. Mm -hmm. But no, I asked Cece and she could log in just fine. And it only crashed when I tried to request the book. So I went and called in person to the library. And they told me they had no such text on record. What? Then how was there an option for you to request it in the first place? That's what I asked them. And they told me I must have been mistaken. That I must have requested another book and mixed it up. Which is when my bullshit meter started to go off. I knew I didn't have the wrong book. I quadruple checked the volume number and I know it showed up in the system. I'm definitely smelling a conspiracy. As much as I loathe to admit that Angie is right about anything, something was definitely up. I am a bloodhound for bullshit. I'm not even insulted. You sound so irritated to admit you agree with me. I'm just happy to know you're not a pod person. Oh, for the love of sue me for being happy for five minutes. Uh, is that what that was? Okay, all right, stop, stop distracting. We're getting off track. Did they have the book or not? Here's the thing. If this was one of those super old rare books that they never let out of a vacuum sealed chamber unless some PhD level scholar with 10 referrals requested it, I would have understood and just left it alone. But they weren't trying to convince me. I didn't have access credentials. No, they were trying to convince me. I didn't know what I'd seen. I know it was listed. The site even had records of the last time it was taken out. I remember because it was like three years ago. And here's the kicker. When I tried to look for it on their computers, nothing came up. Huh. That is definitely fishy. And then they had the audacity. The audacity! to suggest I was really looking for some books on documenting shipping charters in the area. They kept bringing them out no matter how much I said it wasn't the right book. You didn't happen to actually borrow any of those, did you? No. I mean, I flipped through a couple while they had me waiting for hours to bring out the Ashmal text that they never did. And because I know your next question, no. There wasn't any information on pirates. The closest thing in there was some kind of modified Jolly Roger that had like a ring with a cross instead of a skull and cutlasses in places of the bones. Uh, okay. 
Okay, but did you did you actually get the Ashmal text? Okay. At a certain point, I realized being irate wasn't getting me anywhere. My mom always used to say that you cut more flies with sugar than vinegar. Coming from the woman who doesn't eat sugar? You were nice? No. I called Cece to see if she could help. She knows everyone on campus. I was hoping she had some leverage. And did she? Yeah, she called the department chair. She even has her on speed dial. Oh, Cece, that's impressive. It was. Unfortunately, it didn't completely clear things up. I mean, the chair made some calls to Oxford and got the fed the same story about the book not being in the archive. And then the story from Oxford was that they did have the manuscript at one point, so it was in their records, but it got misplaced, either stolen or lost decades ago, which had to be bullcrap because they had it at least three years ago. And the plot thickens. A mysterious book that only makes itself available to a chosen few, maybe? If it really is a witch manuscript, it could only show up for witches. Or even one person it's decided as wordy. Valid. Angie, I want you to know that even in the deepest well of gaslighting I was in during all of this, I didn't have a single thought that was as off the wall as that. Hey, you were the one humping heaven and hell for this book. Well, it's a good thing I was so persistent or I wouldn't have gotten Louisa the Ashmel text. Whoa. <gasps> Shut up. You didn't. Way to bury the lead. Well, okay, it's like actually a page and a half. But after the hell I went through for this, you better appreciate it like I got the whole book. Oh, I am. I promise you I am so appreciative. Okay, give me just a second. Just sent you the files. Yes. So it turns out this was actually a case of a faulty system and some extreme miscommunication. The pages were logged as restored documents, but the Ashmal text was logged as the full book. So when I tried to request it, the system froze up. Wait, wait. After all of that, after your bullshit meter goes off, you're just going to accept that? Yep. I mean, the people I was dealing with were obviously incompetent, and the pages should have been logged properly in the system from the start. But this would explain why Oxford thought it was stolen or missing. If for all these years they were looking for a book when it was just a couple of pages stored somewhere else completely, I mean, I bet that other record of it being taken out was someone who raised a fuss like I did. Okay, have it open. And there isn't much here. Damn. But it seems to be alluding to major factions in the congregation I was looking into. Two. At least three. I hope there isn't more on another page or I'm going to be so mad. Is no one going to say it? Angie? Wait, it's loading for me. Stupid Wi-Fi. What is it? That is clearly a spell circle. <gasps> not every circle is a spell circle. Obviously not. Sometimes they're a golden donut. <sighs> you know what? No. No. I do not have to deal with this today. Louisa. Can you please elaborate on these factions you keep mentioning? Right. Um, okay, yep. Uh, I'm not sure you're going to like this, but from what I can tell, this congregation does technically consider themselves as 
quote unquote witches. Yes. I knew okay, it. Okay, okay, calm down. It's language, right? Language is used in different ways. And the language in here also includes alchemy. And mixing that with historical documentation, it could be that they used use the term witch or it applied to them because of their pursuits in alchemy. Remember that this was considered a legitimate science field for a while. People try to turn ordinary metals into gold. They tried to find the secret to longer life. That and it turned into a spiritual practice of transmuting your circumstances through the mercury and retrograde with the death card and the pentagram. Okay, and- okay. Now you're just trying in any so-called new age practice you think is nonsense together. A stain. We're not in court, Ron. But Angie's right. Now you're just being sloppy and unfair. <sighs> Fine. Point being, this is vague enough that we can't just immediately take it on face value that we're dealing with people who legitimately believe that they were witches and had, like, a coven or whatever. Not to mention that vampire nonsense Angie keeps trying to insert. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Are you okay? It all makes sense now. Is she okay? Don't you see? The golden donut is linked to the alchemicalist. God damn it, Angie. Hey, 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 stop. Before you two start flipping tables, I want to hear what Angie has to say. Yep, me too, surprisingly. (sighs) Thank you. Okay, so look back on all the information we've gathered about the golden donut. Circle. The earliest records we have about the golden donut date to the Crusades. But we don't know which crusade. I mean, there's nearly two centuries spanning between the first and last crusade. Yeah, but the earliest crusade was in 1095 AD. Okay, but the earliest known date for alchemy in Latin Europe was 1144 AD. But the Byzantines were already studying it. Greco-Egyptian alchemy had been established centuries prior, running well into the 8th and 9th centuries AD. Okay, if you're talking about that collection of two papyrus skulls discussing, like, gold, purple dye, and silver, we already know the Byzantines didn't have any knowledge about this. I feel like I'm watching a fencing match. Yep, and you know what? There's no point trying to stop them. Just let them duke it out. Yeah, but the history was there, and it wasn't just those scrolls. What about the alchemical corpus, specifically the MS Marcion Gregus 299, which we know dates either to the end of the 10th century or the beginning of the 11th. That fits the time frame perfectly. The Catholic armies would have been marching to the east and interaction between them and Constantinople was bound to happen. And that isn't even getting into Islamic alchemy. And I, what, what, what if the origin of the golden donut was literally during a crusade and created by a group of alchemists? Or blacksmiths, or both. What, what if they turned a figurative practice into reality and the golden donut fell into the wrong hands? The church gets a hold of it and forms a secret group to protect it. And the other group, the alchemists, they form their own secret group and, and would have been trying to get it back ever since. And that explains all the gay assassin nuns throughout history. And it would explain what this congregation is in Venice. Sam, are you still there? Says she's still in the meeting. Sam. All right. You've done it, Angie. I think you broke Sam. 
because I am right. I mean, that's a pretty solid theory. It could also explain some of the pirate activity and the massive fight for the Urca Delima's treasure. Okay, this is a theory at best with a lot, and I no. do mean a lot of conjecture from Andrew. No, 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 conjecture. it makes sense. It makes sense because you want it to make sense. Just admit it, I had a good idea. You don't want me to go on about witches and vampires, then I give you a workable alternative, and you don't like that either. She literally broke Sam. Sam has nothing to say. Isn't that sense enough? No, it's not. And you know what? I liked it better when you focused on Bigfoot. Well, if you just read the document I sent you and skipped it apart about the Covenant Venice. Oh, fine, uh, fine. I will read the stupid document. Yes. Hey, is someone going to check on Sam? Yeah, Sam, please. Can you just yell at Angie so we can get this over with? I need to lie down. Yes! Cannon Fodder is part of the Fundamentals Network. Cannon Fodder is produced by the Fundamentals. Editing by Corey Shrek. Sound mixing by Corey Shrek. Directed by Corey Shrek. Script by Diana Ramsarin, Alejandra Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Voice cast, Diana Ramsarin, Alejandra Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Special thanks to Thaddeus Stoklos.